1: Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast season 21-22, we are back, not too sure if it's a good thing that we're back, we're back talking about Arsenal every week, Um, not too sure do we really want to do it after what we're witnessing um, this pre-season but look, we come back every year, we're glutton for punishment. Um, we are back. Check out our sponsor, please, below. In the description, there's uh, the West Cork Beer Company, kind sponsors of the podcast. Check out Colin's uh, products below by following the link. If you've got a bit of a beard or you've got someone who's got a bit of a beard and you want to buy them a present, what more? What what better present could you get them than West Cork Beard Oil? Hello to everyone in the chat. It's, uh, oh, look at all these names coming back in. That, Lovely. Yeah, unbelievable. The same names of uh, come back great to um see you here thank you very much indeed for coming back let's get on and introduce
0: Danny Potts
1: how are you sir how has your summer been dan
0: mate um i've missed this man i'm not going to lie i've been looking forward to this because i i i enjoy conversing with you boys and I've been stuck with judges for the last whatever whatever (laughs) however long and I'm getting bored now. Now I'm joking. I love him really. But it has been good and um it's been a nice summer, mate. It's been a horrible what, 18 months for most people. But I enjoyed the summer. I enjoyed the Euros. I enjoyed a bit of Wimbledon. I went to the Grand Prix and I've done some other bits away from Arsenal. But of course we're now talking about the club that we all love and sometimes hate and uh yeah, things don't seem to be changing too much, Craig. But I am good to be back. Good to see your amazing face, uh, as always, mate.
1: Love it. Look I wouldn't say that. it's amazing, but it's all right, I suppose. It's oh. gone a bit long, it's <laughs> gone, a, it's got a bit longer because the old, the old hair's going, <laughs> the old hair's going back.
2: You look like an yeah.
3: egg.
1: I know it won't be too long before I look like a bald fraud.
2: Oh, Just like you.
1: <laughs> he's gone and said uh, yeah. In, in, Albert, in. how are you doing, mate? How's things?
2: Well, where do I start, Craig? Firstly, um, I got a lovely DM about half past six day, eating my nice spaghetti bolognese, And I thought, you know what? I've not done any Arsenal stuff for quite a while for, for obvious reasons, by the way. Um, but I'm good, man. Um, half marathon yesterday. Little bit sore, but I'll, I'll survive, mate. It was good.
1: Well done, mate. 13.1 no miles completed. <laughs> <It> is, <man. laughs> um, all in, for all in the name of charity. Absolutely fantastic, yeah. mate. Well done, well done. Of course, Albert has his own uh, his own YouTube channel, as we all know. Get over there, Albert JTV, and subscribe to Albert's channel right now. <laughs> now we get on to the judge. Judges, judges, judges.
3: How are you, sir? I am very good, very good. Right? I've had a good summer. Good summer, Craig. Good summer. Good. Um, uh, you went to Wimbledon? I went to Wimbledon, yes. Um, you've been to cricket? I've been to the cricket, yeah. I've done all those things. Uh, back to the Emirates yesterday. Um, and I'll tell you what, it was a fantastic day up in the Diamond Club. I, was. I don't know if you've all seen it, but there is a yeah. video out at the moment. If you want to have a little look, check it out at the Diamond Club. <laughs> And it was a fantastic, fantastic day. It all went, all went tits up about four o'clock. Yeah, uh, I it, uh, as it always does. I'll tell you what, I always seem to have a really good time and then the Arsenal come along and spoil it. But, hey, I'm not going to let it bother me no more. Uh,
0: nice, um, nice, uh, nice toilets, Lee, as well, mate. I like the, the toilets. <laughs>
3: you can eat your dinner up later. We've got a little bit of trouble with that. Like, <laughs> and, you know, I thought, I went into the toilets right, Craig. This is no word of a lie. And... I was so impressed with the toilets, it had all these like uh, towels and all little things you could wash your hands with and you, your hair if you choose to, you know, I mean, that's up to you. Like, no good know. for you, is it? And then along the along the line of the cubicles, it had AFC, Like, you know, and I thought, oh, I'll video that, like, you know, because it was, and it was, you know, you could have, you could have, you know, done what you want to eat, your dinner off it, it was absolutely spotless. Of course, I've done a video uh, and showed the toilets, and apparently, like, there's a debate whether you're allowed to do that or not. So we had to, um, you know, if someone would have been in there; it would have been illegal, apparently. Mm.
0: I mean, he, anyway, was in the, he was in the women's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> I do. That's I why there that was the a problem. Coming. Yeah. But you just before we go, know. I
3: play football on Saturday on a charity for Heart Foundation, earned a lot of money, which was fantastic. Well done, mate. well done. Yeah, and and I'll give yeah. blood blood as well. Like I've got one smack in the mouth. So if I have got a little bit funny today, like I'm doing Harry Kane, you'll know why not, yeah. <laughs> Harry Kane. Oh, I didn't sign up for training. <laughs>
2: wow. Wow, wow. wow. Oh, it's
1: that bad. It's that bad for him. He don't go to training. I mean, goodness me. How bad? How bad can you get? So, uh,
3: Lee, talk to us about Lee Judges TV. That started up, hasn't it? Yes, yes. It started up over the summer. Me and um, Dan Potts, I I, I needed to get a good presenter on that, you know, and uh, so I chose him instead of just just
1: for everyone watching. I still haven't been asked to contribute. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You're such a. It is absolutely (laughs) scandalous. Absolutely scandalous. That's right, Nigel. No, you
3: know, Nigel, look at it! Nigel's Nigel kidding, doing bro. his job. On, Nigel, we'll a job on, you, you, dirty dog. You know what <laughs> I mean? so, uh-huh. No, yes, you have been asked to contribute. I asked you the other day, and you exact exactly. Oh, I'll be highly delighted, Lee, was what you actually said. right? you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we're doing some things. We're doing some studio work uh, as as we speak. We're doing that tomorrow again. But I I made it, and I'll, and I'll be honest. I said to them, I've got to have Craig on, but obviously, like. You know, you know, I can't fly you over and afford to fly you over and put you... I said, Look, I'll put you up in a in a little bed and breakfast or something. Oh, no, you want an hotel with uh, with uh, comfy slippers and, and a robe. I
1: right,
3: can't afford that, you know what I mean? Like right, no. So um, what we've done is uh, we're going to get you do, to do the stream. So uh, it'll be a night in with a judge, but over over a computer. and You're the only one that I've asked to do that.
1: Well, that's because I'm the only one that's not there. Not necessary. All <laughs> oh, right, okay.
3: Well, well, uh, in England, I,
1: England, am I? No.
3: But there's, there's people I know in America. Are they doing it? Are they no. flying? Are you, you're flying them over, are you? Or? No, no, I'm not going to have them on, on, on a stream yard as well when they come over. Um, they're, they're being invited to the studio when, when, they can come, when they come over. But for you, it's special. It's special. Good stream, he's right. coming out.
1: All right, okay, I'll let you off then. Yeah, enough, I love you.
0: We're just going to leave this loving session to you too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, go over and subscribe to Lee Judges TV. We've all been waiting for it for so long. Yeah, yeah, get over there, subscribe, like, watch the videos. Dan's fantastic on it as well. A great um vlog yesterday from the Chelsea game that Lee done, all professionally edited and done, and it's really really good. Get over there and support Lee and Dan. Right now. Preseason so far, it's not been good, has it, Dan?
0: (laughs) Well, it depends what people see as a good preseason, because I'm still confused by that, Craig, if I'm honest with you. Because if preseason is getting fresh legs, putting players in the shop window that we don't have any thoughts of playing in the current season upcoming then I think we pretty much hit all of those boxes because that's what it seems to be at the moment we're playing people we're giving them uh, game time we're getting minutes into their legs and we're looking at what we've got the problem is in my opinion Craig we already know what we've got and it ain't good enough and as we've seen against Rangers against Hibs and now obviously against Chelsea we might have had quite a few minutes in legs, but have we really looked like we're playing very well against Millwall and against Watford? We scored some good goals. I like some of the play. I like some of the individual efforts. But actually, when we look at where we're going moving forward, I still feel there's a lot to do in the transfer window. Now, I'm not going to be going on rants. I'm not going to be losing my head, but there is only a few weeks left and it could get to a stage, Craig, where we're going to be panicked buying again. I just hope this plan that Edu and Arteta have and keep telling us they have is going to come to fruition soon. Because so far in this first 11 we've improved one position in Ben White. Because it seems now that Granit Chaka's staying, which I'm sure we'll come into. Laconga doesn't look to be a starter. Tavares doesn't look to be a starter. Oroa Fort played very well when he came on yesterday. But Ben White looks to be a starter. So actually what we've done is improve our centre-backs. So... I look at that situation just there. Let's talk about that for a second. Centre-back position has been improved. I thought our centre-back was the best position that we've had last season. Apparently, we had the first best defence in the league. So we had no creativity, no transition and no holding midfielder. But we went and spent £50 on Ben White. Now, if that is the only business we do, which I don't think it will be, then it will be disappointing. Because if we believe that our marquee signing should have been the centre-half for Brighton, then I don't like this process or this plan. So I'm really hoping it isn't that and that the likes of James Madison, Husum Awa, Martinez up front, whoever it be, we look at those individuals and say, this is what we need to take our first team forward and progress it. But at the moment, I went through the team yesterday and I actually don't think it's going to be too dissimilar, Craig. And I'm going to show do this quickly before you move on to, to Leo Albert because I think Leno's our number one goalkeeper. It looks to me as if T are our left back. Gabriel is our left centre-back. Ben White, new signing. Chambers is probably going to be our right-back because I don't think that we're looking at a new right-back with having four at the club currently. Chaka's just uh, been told we're staying. Party's going to be next to him. Smith Rowe in the number 10. Saka and Pepe, either side of Aubameyang. So our first 11 at the moment is looking very, very similar, apart from Ben White. Now, it could be a, a Madison that gets in front of Smith Rowe. There could be uh, um, Bissouma that gets in front of Chaka. But I'm thinking maybe that's unlikely, Craig. So to answer your question, yes, preseason is about getting players in uh, legs into players and giving them minutes, but actually we want to be seeing some of where we're going as a club progression wise. And at the moment, I don't really see much, mate. So it is worrying, I would say. Albert, I'm of the uh, I'm of the opinion that
1: pre season to me means nothing, to be honest. Um I watch the games, yeah, but I don't take nothing away from them, whether they play well, whether they play poorly, whether they win, whether they lose. To me, it's pre-season, and pre-season is just pre-season. I, I, I'm taking no notice of what is happening in in them because they're just utterly... They, for me, they're fitness exercises. When we won the league unbeaten, we lost to Peterborough in pre-season before we won the league. Do you know, so for me and that to be honest with you that pre-season when we won the, before we won the league unbeaten was horrendous absolutely horrendous some of the teams we played go and google it and have a look at some of the results so that's why i've always used pre-season as a oh you know just get get fit um i don't know what your i don't know what your opinions on it mate is there any alarm bells ringing for you because for me i'm quite calm i'm i'm quite cool um i'm looking forward to the i'm looking forward to the the new season I'm with Dan, I don't think our transfer I don't think our transfer business is done yet um i again I agree with Dan if that is our transfer business done, I'd be very disappointed but as like I said, as it goes pre season, I'm not too worried about it Albert
2: yeah Craig you know what it is um sort of I couldn't wait for the season to end last season and and that and that was even when we stood in europe um had a nice little break doing some content of the Euros, um, take your mind away from Arsenal, go to that, go to that heavenly place, that think about it for a few months, and then you realise that the Euros is over, and Arsenal are back. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not opposite of you, Craig. Um, a couple of my my Arsenal mates said to me, "Are you looking forward to the new season?" I said, "No. I mean, I I don't know. I, I, if someone can convince me." what I should be positive about in terms of going forward, looking at Arsenal this season, then I'm scratching my head. Yes, individually, I'm looking forward to seeing Ben White, Lukonga, how Tavares gets on. Obviously, Saka broken into the team the last <clears throat> couple of years. Those are the things that I'm looking forward to as, as a package, as, as a team and what Arteta's is trying to do. I'm not convinced and I'm not looking forward to it. Um, in regards to the pre-season... I'm kind of similar to you, Craig. I'm not too... I've kind of deliberately kept away from it um, and the transfer window for for pretty obvious reasons because I will judge it um, more so the first two and a half months of the season be hmm. how we actually do. Yes, you need to prepare in order to start a new season, but the first two months of the season are going to be critical. I think that's gonna that's going to cement where we're going to finish in the league. And I, I would call it as early as that because you look at our last two seasons, mate, two, two eighth league finishes, no European football. I see a lot of people do a lot of comparison um, during this. You guys might have seen it during Over the Euros where people are comparing what Southgate and, um, and Mikel Arteta are talking about the similarities. I said, well, there's one similarity that there isn't a similarity. And I don't see any progression of Arsenal. I generally, generally don't. If people want to convince me that there is, I I would argue that case pretty strongly. Um, In terms of sort of the touch on the transfers, Craig, I've always looked at Arsenal in terms of the players that are going out as opposed to who's coming in. Mm -hmm. Um, We seem to be very incapable as a football club and a lot of people make a lot of excuses. Um, COVID market, pre-season... No one else is doing business. I could bring out a crime sheet of the reasons as to why Arsenal haven't done what they're supposed to do. I'm not going to praise the board for making signings. You should be doing that anyway. Why should they get a pat on the back for that? Mm-hmm. We need reinforcements. You know, we're going into the new season, Craig. And I always say, I would try to keep it to footballing reasons. And if, so, if, if you're going to keep the likes of, for example, Xhaka and Bellerin, that's a massive, massive concern. Because as much as people want to talk about leadership and this person's a nice guy, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not about that. It's, you know, it, the, the mediocrity we've seen as a football club on and off the pitch, and to be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of talking about more so on the pitch. A lot of these players have contributed towards that. So when I see some of the stuff I've seen over Twitter during the, during the eras and when it was on, And, you know, people moaning about the price of players and, you know, leadership. And I'll just say to them, look, I don't know what you've been seeing in the last few years because we're we're no further forward. Yes, you can add the FA Cups into that in isolation. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, it's not looking good, mate. And transfer window window policy, I haven't got a clue where we're going. Um, I was on ball for the Ben White transfer, no issue with it at all. No issues with really it whatsoever because we we know as Arsenal fans, for example, if Ben White goes to Liverpool, for example, and does well, the fan base will be having fights with each other verbally for about a year <laughs> say that we should have bought him. But we've actually gone and got him. So get behind him and... Yeah, Craig, with the preseason, mate, I don't sort of pay too much attention to it just because, you know, I, I saw briefly yesterday some of the game, for example, um, but I didn't get a chance to see it because I was out pounding the streets of London. But um, some of the same defensive frailties. I mean, the, the, the first goal, for example, I mean, either they're not listening to what he says, Mikel Arteta, or they just don't know what they're doing because the, the gaps in between the defence and the midfield, to be leaving 2-1-1, you've got a, a striker like Werner who's got pace to burn, is unforgivable. That's not pre season. I've been doing that for years. So that's all I've got to say, mate. Just before I come to
1: Lee, thank you very much for that. Uh, your question there, Bill, thank you very much for your kind donation. As always, mate, thank you. Uh, for me, it's not about our results pre-season. It's about the style of play that I still can't see 18 months into Arteta's coaching. Oh, I've, you know, it's such a fair and valid point. And Lee, i kind of intertwine that into, to you into my next question. Lee, as Arsenal supporters, we've seen some beautiful, beautiful things um, happen, you know, at Highbury. We've we've had some unbelievable European nights at Highbury, um, you know, we win the league unbeaten. And then we go on, you know, we go on to play this ticky-tacka style of Arsenal Wenger football that amazes everyone around the world. And people, you know, Arsenal becomes people's neutral team because they like to watch us and but with the goodly comes the bad, and I think that the bad is now happening to us. We've, we, you know, we've gone up to the top of the hill, and now we're coming back down it again um, in a kind of circle. Are we, are we acting spoiltly? Um, is my question to you, I, as supporters? You know, are we expecting too much? Is it now time to, you know, is it now time to admit to ourselves that we're just not as good as we think we are? And we're not as important as you know as a as a as a football team that we once were we're not as good as we were so why are we sitting here you know asking for these big top players to come in when we're not actually that good why you know what no one is going to choose i i we, we've had this argument before right and I don't think any top player will choose would want you know would want to come to Arsenal over someone like Liverpool or Man City or Man United or you know those that, that's always going to be the destination if someone's coming in from so my way of thinking over the summaries is that look I just don't
3: think we're as good as we as we think we are Lee. Well I don't think we know we're not as good as what we are but I'll tell you what I what I what I do what I do expect from Arsenal Football Club is to have a team properly coached, a defence that knows what it's doing, not to be left on two-on-one situations, not more than once in a game, three or four times. For the money that I spend, I expect to see some decent players at the end of the day coming in or whatever, and I do expect to see a bit of quality football. Now, going back to the Emirates, I've seen that even with the Emirates, I've seen us play some good football, I've seen some good players at the Arsenal, and I've seen some uh, fantastic games. I've seen some kamikaze defending, but it's I, I been counteracted with some good-flowing foot football. But what I'm seeing, what I expect now is a manager capable of um, managing my football team and a club, uh, owners and that, spending the money wisely enough to make us as, as, as good as it possibly can be. Now, what I see with Arsenal at the moment, and forget whether it's pre-season or not, I see the same mistakes being made on and off the pitch. A counter, and I'll tell you where I mean from this. I forget about results because people can go on about results and go on like that. That game finished yesterday 2 2, right? That was a goal, right? When um uh Joe Willis scored, it's a goal. So at the end of it, if if the proper technology would be in a normal game, it's 2 2, and everybody going, Well, that ain't too bad, and all that. But what you want to see is progression, what you want to see is something happening that you think, Do you know what, like Albert said. I'm excited to go back to, to, the, to the Emirates to look forward to the first game of the season. Well, What I'm seeing at the moment, I'm not excited. you know why I'm not excited? Because I know what's coming. I see people turning around there and saying, oh, give him 10 games. Why do you want to give it 10 games? I'll tell you after one game, where we're going to finish. I'll tell you that now. Why do you want 10 games? Why do you want 10 games to know where you're going to finish? we are finished exactly where, I tell, where you, you know where you're going to be. At this moment in time, we're a six, seven, eight club. Simple as that. You know, and I say the same mistakes happening. This this say about pre pre season. Nickel Arteteta yesterday. Yeah, um, Thomas Pike who by the way was absolutely outstanding yesterday when he came when I see him. It was a pleasure to watch him in the flesh. He was brilliant, right? Gets a knock, right? We're in pre season. Yeah, when everybody turns around and says only pre season, we're in pre season. He gets up and runs again, and then afterwards he says he's going to be out for four weeks. Hmm. Could someone tell to me why he come back on the pitch then? It's only pre-season. season. Don't really matter, does it? So why has he come back on the pitch?
1: Well, if if he, if he's told the manager that he's it, he's, that told he was... manager.
3: Huh? he's told the manager, huh? The manager, it's pre-season. Get off, because it don't really matter, Craig, does it? No one cares. It's pre-season. This is what I'm saying. I want it being managed properly. The club being managed properly. If that was me and Charles, I don't care about it today. I care about in two. You're yeah. off. Off you come. We get you, you know, whether it's a knock or whatever. These are the things that I so I can see it happening to, to bring him back on, and then afterwards say, Oh, it looks the doctor said it looked really bad and all that. What the hell is going on? What is going on? But, but people want to turn around and say, like, you know, get give it give give the manager the chance and all that. Like, he's had enough time now to get things right, you know. And I look at that team and I do look at that team, and if you run it through there. It's still better than eighth. It should be better than eighth, you know. Pepe, Saka up front uh, on, on the wires with Abeni, that's a good front three, right? The midfield ain't too bad when you look at Shaka, um, um, and you look at uh, uh, Partey and all that. that. It's not. It's not going to get you to top four. It's not going to get you there, but it's, it should do with, you know, decent. So and that's a decent back four and keeper, you know. But me and Dan had this conversation that when everybody like you know that it'd be a tough game against Brentford, be a tough game against Brentford. If it's a tough game against Brentford, I'll tell you something. Yeah, it's going to be a lot harder against Man City and Chelsea. You know, and these are the things. And, and uh, what I want to say, I, 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 you know, I don't expect Arsenal, Craig, to go and win the league. Right, I don't. Right, I don't expect them to be going out and You know, uh, being in for Jack Grealish. Right. I don't expect them to be going in for for, for any of the players that Chelsea, and Man you're going to sign, like yeah. I don't expect that. But I tell you what, in in in, in real in realistic layman's term and what we spend and what we spent over the last few years and all that, like yeah, right. I I I, I, I why shouldn't we? Because I tell you this now, they're asking fans yesterday to buy a hundred pound shirt. Now, can those fans really fold a hundred pound shirt? No, but they go and spend it, and so, uh, because they they said, you know what? I can't really afford it, but I've got to have it. Well, I've got to have it. So why can't Arsenal go, oh, we can't really afford Jack Rich, but we've got to have him. But they, they expect on one hand for every Arsenal fan to overspend and spend on anything that merchandise, which is true. Right. I, I had a fellow yesterday who was sitting next to me and uh, he spent over 200 pounds, right. Yeah. On shirts and men and all things like that. And they, and they, he said, oh, um, I'll have the number, I think it was the number seven and his wife or girlfriend's name on the back. And they said, that's another that's another eight pound. So he turned around, well, can you knock that off? Like, you know what I mean? For whatever. <laughs> they never knocked it off one bit. No, 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 no. But then they go into a transfer bar, go and go, can you knock off this? Can you knock off that? Can you
1: knock yeah,
3: off that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, But, they, you know, this is the difference. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, all I expect my team and I and I and this is the expect I expect it to be run properly, I expect it to be coached properly, and I expect that mistakes are eradicated and if not made accountable. But what I continue mm. to see is defenders making the same mistakes, forwards missing the same chances, yeah. And you know what, love and behold, we're two weeks the season, I see the same defend, defenders and I see the same midfielders and I see the same forwards. So when people turn around and say, oh, it's not Mikel Arteta's fault, it's the players' fault, why are those players still here then? Very good point. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Absolutely agreed, yeah. And that is all what pre is about, is bringing new players, getting them out. I'm watching Kolasinic come on, right? Yeah? uh, For for, for 10, 15 minutes. Can someone ask, can someone of the great people of Mikel Arteta and believe in him and everything, that? why are we bringing on him and not a kid out of the unity. <clears throat> Can someone ask me that, you know what I mean? Without going, you're negative and you're this and you're that. Just debate me. Ask me why you can't bring him, like a young kid, left back mm. yeah. academy, give him 10, 15 minutes. Why? These are the things that yeah. start getting my go. These are the things that I, I, I want to see. I want to see Arsenal run. Craig, I'm not yeah. going to get it from the ball. We know that, but someone said today that Arsenal spent over five hundred million pound in the last five years on transfers. So something's going wrong. Some something's, something's going wrong. So for me, I would like to see. I would like to see if we can't be running off the field properly, get it run right on the field. And this is what I'm saying. And I see Thomas Party yesterday limping off, then coming back on on a season game and everybody turns around and says, well, it doesn't matter. Pre-season doesn't matter. Pre-season doesn't matter. So, you, so all those people who go, pre-season doesn't matter. Preseason doesn't matter. Come back with me. Why did you bring him back on? And now he's out for four weeks. Do you know what? And it'll be, a, uh, hopefully he'll be fit. But I can, say, I can see him playing against uh, uh, Brentford, half fit.
0: That's half out of mind. our
1: control, isn't it? It's out of our control. We can't do nothing about that. I mean... Like I said, you're going on about people saying pre season don't matter. I mean, if, if party scores a hat trick yesterday, he doesn't get injured. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, oh, Thomas party, oh, he's the man, isn't he?
3: It's just, you know, it's. it's oh, I know it's hate pre season, but he did look really good for the first 20. 20 oh, 20. he did. He did. He
1: did. He did. Um, he's going to be a massive miss oh, if he is. Oh, sure
3: you know, It was like oh. watching, honestly, that was the biggest plush yesterday for me. I'm going to say before, because I've waffled on long enough it was uh it was not like watching a different player yesterday mm. thomas party uh, we've, bro- we've got his brother we've got his brother we signed his twin last season now we've got him back, like, mm. we've got proper top i top saw top. a brilliant tweet
1: yesterday saying yeah. that um, finally that part thomas party's co- finally come to the party
3: yeah uh, well, maybe he's <laughs> really life, but i'll tell you what he was different class yesterday different class head and shoulders above any midfield player on that part. dan We've signed uh, Nuno Tavares,
1: I think I've said that right, 7.2 million, uh, Albert Laconga, uh, a centre midfielder, 15.75 million, and Ben White for 50 million. Now, along with that, Smith Rowe, Martinelli, Tierney um, have all signed long contracts. That is something, I think... That perhaps Edu and Arteta should get a little pat on the back for because that's something that we haven't been doing over the last few years. Is 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 tying down our best players, our youngest players, onto long term contracts. That seems to that seems to have started to happen. Um, sure, you know, Dan. I mean, we can all sit here and we can all talk about our negative things are looking and this, that, and the other. But let's ramp it up a bit. That is a massive positive for me that these players have have have, have um, signed their signed their futures to the
0: club. It's the only positive I can give this manager and they do as well, moving forward. Because off the pitch, let's just forget about results, forget about players' tactics. We are seeing more of what the fans would like to see in terms of signings. I think everybody likes Gabriel and Party coming in. Everybody was happy to see Saka Smith-Rowe and Martinelli sign. And let's be honest, so far, the three signings that have come in, they make sense, yeah? A centre-back makes sense because Rob Holding is not good enough. Mm -hmm. Tavares makes sense because Kolasinac is not good enough. And Lekonga makes sense because whether you like him or not, Elneny is a basic bring on a 2-0. He's not really going to get any better. He's shown us what he is. So we hope from the reports we hear, I don't know much about the guy, but he's very, very highly rated. He was the captain of Anderlecht, which I wasn't aware of. He's only 21 or 22. And he's a position that I feel we need. So it makes sense. You can see off the field, they're trying to get together a crop of young players that can grow together that are between the ages of 18 and 24. And it's not just them. You look at Martinelli, you look at Balogun, you look at Miguel Aziz now as has been promoted. We've still got a few lads that people are talking about, Hutchinson and some of these other lads that are coming up as well that they're looking at as being the next stars. So I understand off the pitch what they're doing, Craig. Where I am so confused is on the pitch. And everything that Lee has just said is spot on. And the reason it's spot on is because I've been saying that since October, November last season. But all I was getting told was trust the process. You're too negative. You need to actually understand that this is going to take time. And now we're nearly a year ahead and we're still saying the same things. I'm still seeing Rob Holding getting done. I'm still seeing Bellerin passing the ball to the opposition. I'm still seeing Granite Chaka step over passes. I'm still seeing Elneny going backwards and sideways instead of forwards. I'm still seeing Aubameyang missing chances. I'm still seeing Lacazette struggling to get into the game. I'm not seeing any progress of the last few games to get me excited. So if we're playing them and they're not part of this season, what the hell is the point of the preseason? Because we may as well be putting putting on the likes of Balogun, the likes of um, Miguel Aziz, the likes of who's going to be trying to look to be a part of this current squad. So I'm with Lee. Why is Bellerin coming on if he's going to Inter Milan? What is Kolasinac doing when him and Mustafi, between them, have just got Schalke relegated and he's now coming on? I mean, I'm, I must admit, I saw him come on and I said to my dad, oh dear, what the hell is this? And my dad said, oh, hopefully he'll just run around and we won't see much of him. He was god-awful. He is such a bad footballer. It is scary how bad this dude is. And he is stealing a living on 125K a week. And we cannot get rid of this dude. Yeah? We're keeping players because nobody wants them. Yeah? That Tyrone Mings can go for 26 million to Aston Villa and Jordan Ibe can go for 15 million to Bournemouth. And um, what's his name? Salanke can go to Bournemouth for 19 million. Yeah? Brewster can go to Sheffield United for 25 million, and we can't even get five for El Neni or 20 for Granite Chaka. But we can't, that's how bad this team is from the previous regime. We have been screwed over by these people. We can't
1: blame Mikhail Arteta for that, though. We can't blame the manager because I'm not, yeah, I know, I know you're not, but what a lot of people are, you know, we we can't blame Mikhail Arteta if no one wants to pay 20 million for Chaka. We can't blame um, Mikhail Arteta. Yeah, well, exactly that was my point yeah you, you can for playing, playing him the... okay so who else who 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 else goes in there then lee well let's talk for let's talk about last year when when he was being played who who who
3: would you have played instead of ganeja well i um I, 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 I couldn't play no one last year because he weren't in the transfer window the transfer window's in now so get uh, you thinks better and If uh, Mikel Martel doesn't think he can get better, any better than, Mike, uh, than Shaka, then we've got a problem.
1: Mm, big problem? Big problem. You know, I, agree. I
3: agree. I agree.
1: Do we know that Arteta's being backed? You know. It, well, we said,
3: I'm sorry, Craig. That's out of the window, mate. He turned around before his transfer window said, and he said he yeah. was being backed. All right. That's it back to the corner or being back that's, that's another thing I don't know but he said he was going to be back so at the end of the day I'm sorry if you I, I, I know it's probably not the right thing to say but um, Pep, Pep signed um, Eki from uh, Bournemouth for 50 million weren't good enough he didn't turn around and say I'll uh, give him a new contract and play more When well, he got another one if you're but being back we can't back- do that we can't well, do we that. going to happen? If you going to happen, back, no. But if you're being backed, and that's a couple, like, you, 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 for me, if you're being backed, that is saying to this is what I, this is as an owner. You're saying, look, I know you didn't sign Shaka. I know you didn't sign this one there. So if you, you, if you want your players in, I'll back you. I'll back you. And if if I have to take a hit on them, I will. Right. But I'm going to back you. So for me. This is how someone is backing someone as a manager. Who do you want, Mikel? I want Basuma. It's going to cost me 45 million. Okay. Right. There's four. Go and get him. Right. I'll take the hit. I'll take the hit on Granite Shaka. 17 million. If that's what it says it takes to get him out, see you later. I'll take the hit. But you get what you want. Not turn around and say, no, you, you want Basuma. Yeah, yeah, I want Basuma. Well, you've got to get rid of Granite Shacker. And if you don't get rid of Granite Shacker, I'll tell you what, you're going to play Granite Shacker for another year. And I'll tell you what, when you get under pressure and the fans are going to have a real go at you, I'll back you. That's what he's doing. That ain't backing. That's not backing.
0: And what, and what we're missing as well, Lee, is, you know, let's be honest, we found out yesterday that Granite Shacker is part of our future. Not he's just staying at the club for now, he's part of the long term future at the age of 28. When I looked today, actually, because I actually got something wrong, I said we haven't kicked a ball since we've had Granit Xhaka at this club in the Champions League. We did. We lost 10-2 to Bayern Munich, and we ain't been there since, right? So that says to me that the eighth-place midfield of this season, Mikel Arteta believes, can get us as high as possible in the league this season, with the same Granit Xhaka and the same Thomas Party, who, let's be honest, clearly can't play next to him because I thought he was pretty average, let's be honest, this season, playing next to him. Sometimes it doesn't work. You need partners to to mold together. You've got to get that connection right. For me, the, the Thomas Party partner, right, was 100% the one area of priority. And now mm-hmm. we ain't going to get him because yeah. we're stuck with the same Swiss statue that we've had for five seasons. That has not got us in the top four. So why are we expecting it? You are a little
3: bit harsh, are
0: you? The,
3: the on
1: thing you. is, though, right? The I, thing, I, thing is with Brannett Jacob is that I am I'm getting worried now that you know, after last season, I said that I'd back Mikhail Arteta for the year, and I did. Okay. I did back him. I I you know, we watched it, we we talked about it every week, but you know, as where I stand at this moment now, I'm with I'm with everyone else. He's not the man to take Arsenal forward. He's not. We, we, we can all clearly see that. But I'm getting worried now that he was brought in because he's a big, massive yes-man. You know, we've we've seen it all before. And that Granit Xhaka, this Granit Xhaka thing, he's only giving Granit Xhaka an extended contract because he knows he's not going to get any money to get anyone else. So that, that that's, that's my where worries. my worry that's where my worries yeah. is my, my starting, yeah. you know. And that's
0: a great point, Craig. It's great. That, that's why I'm worried about, me. I'm yeah. looking at the situation now, thinking our midfield is looking very, very similar to last year, and mm. it's the weakest midfield I've seen since the the, the kind of mid nineties, you know. So we need to look at that area seriously now. And you know, it's fair enough saying trust the process and stuff like that. But if the if the guy isn't gonna get backed. And, you know, there's still time. Don't get me wrong. We're not all losing our heads right now because we've got four weeks left. But we have got two weeks until the season starts. And Mikel Arteta is under pressure from day one, let's remember. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So is is this going to be we've got time? I don't think we have. This guy's had more than enough time to get a side together now. In my opinion, he's been back more than Unai Emery was because he wanted Thomas Partey and went and got him. Emery wanted Zaha. We didn't get Zaha. Emery wanted Thomas Partey. We didn't Mm -hmm. get Thomas Partey. So I look at this situation now thinking, okay, yes, they are backing Mikel Arteta because the players that we're linked with and rumoured with, we pretty much get. There's rumours that, yeah, Erdegaard might be coming back. It's a player Arteta likes. They're going to give him Erdegaard. He wanted Ben White. They went and spent 50 million on him. So now we need to go and spend that on somebody else. I do not want to be starting the season with the most expensive Premier League front three, by the way, who can't score goals at the moment. Love them or hate them, they can't score goals. So we need to change it up, mate. Yeah, right. yeah. and
3: and no, just, just it like, you know that is a great point that we have got uh, players up front that don't look like scoring goals. We've got no midfield that can create. Uh, so uh, and we ain't got a midfield that we can score. And Albert comes to the point of it. You know, let's, let's be honest. And I, I'm 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 not being critical or negative and whatever. Am I looking forward to the season starting this season? No, why? Because we've not got nothing in the transfer window yeah. that's going to excite me to think that we can do something. Now, that is what you you what you want as a fan going into the season is hope that you might be able to win the league, you might be able to get top four. Right? Well, the hope of winning the title is not, is not there. Right? The hope of top four is not there. So, where 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 is the hope coming from these transfers when when a, when a Owner turns around and says, "Let's be excited because I can tell you this now. I'm not excited by Ben White. Now I'm excited by Ben White as a central defender, but Ben White is not going to get us to where we want to go. Okay. So it's a little bit of a, you know, and it's not having a go of him there. You know, we need more, and we need to be showing a lot more be- better ambition. So when you go to the season, you think, Do you know what? We can.' This is the worst season." Before, I can remember for a very, very long while, right? Yeah. Two seasons before this was when in, in 81, 82 and 94, 95. In 81, 82, uh, 83, we signed Charlie Nicholas. That ramps everything up. In 95, we signed Dennis Burkamp, right? Now, we signed Dennis Burkamp. We signed David Platt as well. But if we have just signed David Platt, no one would have been excited, Craig. Mm. Oh, OK. I totally agree with that. Changed that changed everything. Mm. We need a game changer. Yeah. I mean you can look at
1: all you gotta do is look look up north to Man United. I mean when they brought in Bruno Fernandez, they they were just they were they were they, they changed into completely different sides. Um, too polite, Albert. Too polite. Just get in here,
0: mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, too polite, yeah. You're on, on mute, You're on, on mute. mute though, mate. Sorry. So yeah. I was
2: gonna say, no, um the, the common thing I see come up, right? You see, we're, we're talking about um quality of players coming in the Arsenal's recruitment, right? And I mentioned it earlier talking about... The, I have to use the word excuse because that's the only word I, that comes to my head is, as to why we don't get business done. Now, people are going to turn around and say now we've got, what is it, four weeks to transfer window left. How many years have we been saying that? Even the links with Basuma, mm-hmm. where's that gone? That, that's completely gone dead in the water. I've not heard any reports on that whatsoever. And he's someone who I would, would love at Arsenal. But then the problem is, I always say, I always pull it back to sections of the fan base, and I, always use the, and I always use the word sections. You have to decide what you want. Because Basuma, for me, from the two years I've seen him in the Premier League, I think he's ideal. And I think it would work with Thomas Party personally. But Arsenal fans seem to have more reservations about a player who's playing week in, week out in the Premier League yeah, but want to sit there and defend, for example, Granite Xhaka. That doesn't make any sense to me, because if you was a, if you worked in recruitment and someone come and said to you at Arsenal, you know what, we've got a midfield player, right? He's on the books. He's um, you know, he's unfortunately he's made the most mistakes that led to goals in the domestic season. But you know, we're going to bring him to Arsenal anyway. If you as an Arsenal fan hearing that would run for the hills because you wouldn't want a midfield player anywhere near the midfield to come and improve Arsenal. So, like I said, you have to, it it can't be because, you know, someone's a good player or because, I don't excuse the social media thing, but, you know, I I strip it back to what I see with my own two eyes on the pitch. And, you know, people say about, we've got four weeks left. Yes, we, we will wait and see. We will count down the days and the weeks and the minutes. But my warning to Arsenal fans is, we have been here before. Mm-hmm. You've already seen the traces of the way this transfer window is going. I mean, to be honest, like I said earlier, Craig, like with the with, for example, with Bellerin and Granit Xhaka, for example, one of those guys should already be gone already in this transfer window. Forget about the years before, in this transfer window, should have been gone already. Now, people argue and say, Oh, yeah, but we've got four weeks. Come on, let's let's be honest now do you expect these guys to be here at the start of the season? Well, one's already been confirmed with, with Granite Xhaka. So he's going to be here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, we'll come back to the same thing again. When we start the first two months of the season, then you will see. And that's where it comes Lee, down.
1: Lee, are you, what Albert says there, I mean, are you concerned that we're, we're going to go into this season again with the, with the same front three? Is there, is there, is, is it, you know, is it time to? Uh, with four weeks left, if you if you let me put it this way, if with four weeks left and you got a big offer for a who I think who who I think has got Ozelitis because since since he signed that contract, it's not been the same player, and same as Mercer Ozel, played well for the six weeks leading up to the extension, just like a and then signed it and fell off the side of the cliff. Would you sell him and and? And try and bring in someone else. I'll sell
3: them all. I don't care. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm done with them. I, I'm not, I don't. It's not that I'm bothered about any player leaving Arsenal apart from Smith Rose, Saka, Tierney, Gavry. Mm. That's it. The rest of them are all are all surplus to requirements. Probably Pepe as well. I think that like, Pepe deserves Martin another Lee. Martin and Martin as well. You know, Martin as well, of course. You know what I mean? All the young guns. You know what I mean? Like that. Ultimately, the rest of them are all going. Aubameyang, since he's been here, we've not, we've never got... He's never barced us to the Champions League. That's not his fault, like it ain't Glennon shacker's fault. You know what I mean? It's a combination of everything. But ultimately, we keep missing chances. And I know people criticise the back for it. It's easy to do that because they make one mistake at the back. But ultimately, if you're... Missing chances up top, you're going to get a little bit nervous and, and and make a little mistake, you know, because oh they're missing chances again, they're missing chances again. Dan, spot on what he's turned around and said. All those three players, Pepe, um, Saka, and um, uh, Abayang, they're not going to get us lots of goals. And I look at it then, I look at uh, Lacazette. I, I love his industry and his work rate, Craig, but he's not going to score goals that are going to take us to. And to be fair, he probably scores the more goals against the better teams, if I'll be honest, yeah, you know, okay. but, but it doesn't do it consistently enough. So for me, yeah, you know, um, look, listen, I, 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 you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Like, I, I think our signing Ben White excites me for the fact is that I, I think Arsenal will be totally incompetent in, if they don't sign anybody else. It would, incompetence at the highest level if they do not address that midfield, and I'm mm. confident that they're, 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 they will go out, whether it be before the season or right at the end of the window, Arsenal will sign two or three players. I, I really do, because if they don't, you know what I mean? like It's just, there's going to be a meltdown of this fan base that we've never seen before, because I can tell you this now, the ones that are not backing Arteta and the ball will go absolutely mad. And the ones that are still hanging in there on the hope, right, will lose all hope because they know what's coming. So I, I'm in the moment where I'm thinking, I'm I'm hoping that Arsenal will make the signings. I know that there's, as as Albert says, there's there's history to say that Arsenal won, and we've been left, we've been left, haven't we? Frustrated every season. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I remember two seasons ago we was on holiday. Everybody going mad uh, when I was on holiday. Like all all the gooners that I was with, going mad when we signed Pepe. And they were calling me a miserable old git because I said, "Well, it's all right, game, Pepper, but we needed a centre half as well." I don't want to be that miserable git no more. Going, oh yeah, we've got Ben White, but we haven't got the midfield player. We need that midfield player that's going to open up things. You know what I mean? But otherwise, we're back to where we was at the beginning of last season till Christmas, not creating ever. And do you know when this comes is really more important than anything. Is at home games like when you're playing the top teams and you're playing against teams, when you've got to unlock defence, that is why we had such a poor, poor home record last season, because we didn't have the players to unlock the door, so we go bombing forward, trying to trying to create a little bit of mayhem and whatever, and leave ourselves open at back. But if you've got a tight back four that ain't going to give away nothing, and then you've got that creative who can pick a pocket and whatever, Smith Row running on through and all that, you don't have to expose yourself to get an overload. And that is the problem. And that is why it needs to be addressed.
1: Absolutely, Dan. Just before I come back to you, this one comes in from the real Giannis. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Thank you very much. He says: William, Bellerin, Lacazette, Cedric, Jacka, Holding, uh, Chambers, and Mary. I can go on. The truth isn't. The truth is, it, it ain't on Arteta or Edu. No one wants these players. Just waiting on the aft meltdowns and Arteta out, laughing out loud. <laughs> Dan, like what Lee just said there about. Like, even though, you know, Arteta is still here, I'll kind of just get over the fact that he's still here and I'll get over the fact that he's still our manager. But, like, what Lee just said there, like, I am anxious and nervous already for the Brentford game because if he loses that, like, this fan base is going to be, again, absolutely divided down the middle and it's going to get, you know, things are going to get bad again. Um I'm nervous for Brentford, big time. If he loses, like I just said, mate, if he loses that game, there's going to be chaos, isn't there?
0: Yeah. um, And it won't just be that game, Craig. I think everybody looks at games in sixes, don't they? It's very strange why we do that. But we say first six games, who have Mm. we got? Well, we've got three very winnable games and three very difficult games on paper. Mm. So what he needs to do is make sure that we don't have draws or losses to Brentford, Norwich or Burnley because there will be severe pressure on this guy to get nine points from the other three against Chelsea, City and Spurs. So the way I see it is looking at it realistically, we should be able to on paper beat Brentford. Yes, it's going to be a tough game and newly promoted Friday night game, of course. But we need to prepare ourselves for this game. And I don't think we're going to have time to do that in two weeks. So now I'm looking at the situation thinking we know for a fact that Shaka and El Elneny will be our pair in the middle. Yeah, we know that for a fact. It Mm. looks to me as if Ben White and Pablo Marie will be our two centre-halves going into the Brentford game, whether you like that or not. I don't mind either of them. I think that could could work. But we've got that front three, which worries me. So that Brentford game is under pressure. But then we've got Chelsea, Norwich, Burnley, uh, Manchester City and Spurs as well as that first six. Mm. I honestly do not think this guy has got any credit in the bank to say that we can be taking anything less than 10 points from those six games. Because you need nine points from the three winnable games, from teams that, let's be honest, will be floating around the relegation zone. And then you need to try and not lose to Spurs, which we should be hopefully all right doing now they haven't got Kane, Viral, and a few more. And I would accept losing to Chelsea and City. Yeah, normally I wouldn't, but I would accept using it because of the team we've got at the moment. But let's not get spanked six or seven nil. Let's give them a bloody good game. And then I might say, do you know what? Six games, he's got three points uh, Three points from each of the games I expected him to. He's beaten Tottenham, and we haven't got hammered by Chelsea or City, but we lost, which I expected us to, because I expect Chelsea and City, Craig, to be title challengers yeah. this coming yeah, yeah. season, and I don't Absolutely. expect Arsenal to be. But I tell you what, Craig, if he gets anything less than 10 points, the pressure, for me, is on, and we need to get somebody like Conte in quick to try and save our season, because we get to November, and we're 12th again, or 15th like we were last year. It's done. None of this. Give him till Christmas to try and change it round. None of this absolute nonsense. Those six games are massive. You take ten points or plus Arteta, and your job safe. Anything less than that, mate, please just go, so we can get someone who knows what they're doing.
1: I don't think that uh, he will survive that long, Dan. Um, I think last season, uh, last season was his. You know, we like I said at the start of last season, we all sat here and we said, "Be him a year," right? We we all said that. But that year's over now, so if I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I'd be I'd be calling for his head if we're tenth, fifteenth in November. Do you know? I, I'll have no problem calling for his head because it's done, Albert. I mean, I I don't think even the staunchest Arteta in fan wouldn't couldn't give anyone grief for for wanting him out if that happens again
2: um Craig there's always there's always some out there man trust me I, i've seen it in the last year 18 months um you know what it is it, it, we took him What we took him on right we we knew he was inexperienced but even with the inexperience and what we've seen in terms of um the choices he's made in terms of who he plays who he's bombed out the team who's got no future whatsoever um some of the some of the mistakes he's making I don't. Put, I almost don't. I almost don't put it down to inexperience. It's just. It's just. It's just bloody stubbornness. A lot. of yeah. There's many, many occasions last season. Um, you're going to see it again this season. This, regardless of however long it he lasts or how it pans out. But so, okay, I just want to touch on quickly about um, Bamyang. Sorry, just to go a little bit off off a off tangent, but. Well, at the, at the end of last season, sorry, coming into this season, one thing I wanted to see, I said, I don't want to see either a Bamiyang or Lacazette at the club. We have to move forward. Somebody has to take some accountability, whether it's a Bamiyang or Lacazette. Like, like Gaffer said, and, I, and I'm fully on board, with, with, with a lot of these Arsenal players we've had or seen in recent years, I don't have any sentiment towards any of them. So for me, I would have liked to see one of the strikers moved on. Lacazette uh more so probably Lacazette, no problem. Sure. Because, mm. Yeah, because it need it's not it, it it needs to happen. It's the same thing with the whole Beller and Jacqua argument. It's it's for me, it's it's never it's not personal, it's never been personal, never will be personal. It's football, it's business. It makes sense for the move to happen between both clubs. They that they're not there no that they're not there no no longer, but that's gonna be the case. But for Arteta, um the signs are not good, Craig.
1: No, that was
2: yeah transfer window or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just look at the preparation and the one common thing I hear amongst Arsenal fans and maybe social media is not the best thing to go with, but I know most of the guys that are Arsenal fans are on social media. So, of course, I'm going to listen to them at some point. But uh, the one key word that I always keep hearing or two or three, lack of preparation. It just looks like that. It does this, It's not cohesive. And the problem with that is, is because you've got a mixture of players still at the club that shouldn't be there, and the lack of activity to bring in the right players to come into the club. I mean,
1: Very yeah, it,
2: took, it it took for last season for people to for some Arsenal fans to suddenly realise we need a new right back. What's taken so long? <laughs> Good I point. I
1: go back to my earlier point. I go back to my earlier point about him giving contracts and not selling them because he knows he's not going to get any replacement in.
0: But the mm. thing is with that, Craig, let me just come in there, because when did the transfer window shut, right? It was in February. So our transfer yeah. gurus have had since February yeah. Yeah, yeah. to target players. And which we're is, struggling which, at the moment. Which worries me even more then.
1: <laughs> Isn't it a joke? Do hmm. you know? Lee, with this, you know, let me let me quickly talk before we finish. I'll just well, I'll bring this one in. Um, we will, Janice, again. Thank you very much. So he says, I don't care about Arteta, but honestly, guys, it isn't on the manager. This squad is trash. Conte wouldn't join us, um, laughing out loud. No top manager would.
3: you agree with that, Lee? Well, listen, it's not all on Arteta because we know that these players are not the, not, the art, not 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 the good. But as we've alluded before, he's the one still playing them. You know what I mean? Like he's the one that's saying that, oh, Shaka's still got a future at the club, still yeah. playing this one, still playing that one. You know, I'm still seeing holding coming out and still getting ripped apart. Like, right? you know, I know that we've got Ben White to come in for that. Like, right? I'm still seeing strikers miss chances. My argument about Arteta is, and, and I'll say this now, and people can say about Balligan, they can say what they like. Oh, he's not this and all that. What I'm seeing is for the last six months and even in through preseason, we are still missing chances. Yeah, so fair, why? don't you give someone like Balligan a chance then and just see what happens. Because at the end of the day, you haven't got nothing to lose because you're still missing chances. So I don't see why they don't do that. Is he scared? Oh, I better not put him in because if he does really, really well, I can't then. And what am I going to do about it, Bamian? What am I going to do about that? You know, Martinelli last, last season deserved chances. Is he going to get a chance this season? You know, winking people. Convert. Don't forget, this is a manager that continued to play Willian in place of Pepe last season, right? This is a manager that continued to play El Neni and, um and uh, Partey in home games at some at some stage last season. Like this is a manager that played a false nine in the semi final, you know. So yes, he's made mistakes. So it's not all on Arteta, but Arteta has got has got to be blamed as well for the whole package. So what I'm saying now is, right, you've got a clean slate here. These players should be gone there. If you don't want those players, don't play them. You know what I mean? And, and see what you can do. And I'm, I'm, I'm for this now, you know, give other players a chance. It doesn't, when, when is Beleken going to get a chance? It's only pre-season. Don't matter, is it? So why, why is he not giving him a chance? When when are we going to realise that, that a, a, you know, a Birmingham is not quite good enough or 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 Lacazette and all that
0: like, you know? Or oh, I totally on, agree or bring with you. On I mean, Eddie.
3: Yesterday, bring on Eddie bringing on Eddie. Bringing yeah. on Eddie. Yeah, on Yeah, That's another one. Bringing yeah. on Eddie instead of Eddie. You know, that is Arteta. That's, that is Arteta's door. When you're trying, when he's only got a year left of his contract. can can, can Explain that. Why are you continuing playing him? He's He's got a year left of his contract.
0: I can't answer that, Lee. And the other thing I can't answer is when we were, let's go back to like 98, let's say, yeah, when we had Grimondi. Did we just say, like we are with Chaka, got Grimondi, we'll move forward, you know? Or did we go and sign Petit? Yeah, we signed Petit. Mm. When we had Glenn Helder on the wing, did we say, we'll stick with Glenn Helder? Or did we go and buy Mark Overmars to upgrade That's yeah. why we need to be upgrading. Did we stick with Christopher Ray up front? Or did we go and sign someone called Nicholas Anilka? That's what we need to get back to. We need to replace and upgrade and progress. We are yeah. not going to. And I know I keep bringing it up and you keep saying, you know, oh, you're arse on Chaka. I am bloody arse on Chaka because he frustrates the hell out of me. He ain't the only problem. And there's definitely players we need to shoot one mm. point. But the, he is the player I use because he's been in the team for five years. The others haven't. This guy, we are not progressing because he's still in the side. If you want to bring him on, that's absolutely fine. I've got nothing wrong with you using Granite Chaka as part of your squad. But go and get Bruno Gomares or Beso Bissou- Besuma. Don't use Chaka as your number one. Yeah? Don't be playing Lacazette up front when he's probably going to go on a free transfer in the summer. Go and get Martinez from Milan, who's banging him in. Yeah, that's what we need to be doing now, Craig. Is upgrading. I've got to see it because it's frustrating the hell out of us.
1: I do, I do. What you've just, you just made me think of something there. Can you imagine if we had social media and we signed Nicholas Anelka for five hundred grand, and <laughs> oh, we, we had yeah. social media at yeah. that point? Yeah. And they oh, yeah. that bloody five hundred grand. Oh bloody hell! He's going to be crap, and he? he don't he, he don't he didn't cost fifty million. Oh my god! What a load of rubbish. Um, but I absolutely agree with you, Dan, on the point of like and, and Lee's point and Albert's point. I know Albert wants to come in, but like Balogun should have played yesterday. Tavares should have played. You know, they should he should have started. Uh, Laconga should have started. Like, why why are they not starting if they're being brought into Arsenal to to come and play for us and supposedly be backups for for, for our main our mainstay players? Yeah. Why
2: aren't you playing them? Albert. Madness. Yeah, Craig, let's quickly say, um, you see with Willock, just quickly, um, I, I said, he, when he, to be fair to him, um, brilliant at Newcastle, the, the goals going to look fantastic. Um, but I said, if he comes back to Arsenal, let's just say he come back to Arsenal and he obviously has. The only way he's got a chance for me personally is if Mikel Arteta is not there. That's the first thing. I, I, just, I just can't see how he's going to progress while he's there. Yes, he's gone out alone. We've we've heard rumors that possibly Mikel Arteta might give him a bit more of a but I don't know how you fit him into the team, to be honest. But that said having said that, but um I see a few people mentioned in the chat talking about um a word that's not really associated with Arsenal, it's called positivity. But um all Top I was saying yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all, 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 all I was, say to, all I was say to some of the people is um in terms of you know it's difficult to be positive about a team that is consistently inconsistent mm. and you can't argue against that. And on top of that, to add even further, um, there are some positives, like I said, at the start at the top of the stream. Um, Ben White, get behind Pepe. That's the player who we should be backing. Mm. Gabriel, that's the player who we should be backing. Lukonga's there. So if you want to talk about being positive, those are the guys who you should... um take yourself out of the negative sort of outlook and those are your positives. Whether that manifests into Arsenal being a good team under this manager is a completely different question.
1: I'm massively nervous about the season going forward, but I'm not going to um, indulge myself until after the Brentford game. You know, seriously. I, I, I'm i really, really nervous. Lee, this comes in from uh, Lewis. We'll... we'll, we'll Wrap up after this one. Uh, Louis says, uh, you say get Conte in, which is probably more more uh, towards Dan, I would imagine. But uh, Conte left league winners because they had to sell. Ancelotti left for Real when people wanted him. Big managers look after number one. We need stability.
3: Yeah, that's, I, I, I can see what you're saying there. That's a, that's a good point. And stability comes with what? Success. You know, and... Um, uh, listen, I do I, look, we're all doubting at Mikel Arteta on here, right, at this moment in time. But I can say we all want him to succeed. Yeah,
1: massively, massively.
3: That's the thing. Yeah, and prove us all wrong. I'll be jumping from the bloody hilltops if he's, if, he's uh, if 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 I'm proved wrong and he does the business and, and whatever and that'd Be yeah. the best thing. Do you know why it's the best thing? Because it means that Arsenal winning games of football, and that's all that matters. And the reason that we're not happy about things at the moment is clearly just, just purely down to us not winning games of football. But yes, stability is what I want. But I tell you what, I'd rather have more than stability, success.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, well, that's the name of the game, isn't it? Glory, glory,
3: glory. That's what it's all about. You know, we've
1: seen, right. you know, we've seen a lot of glory over the years. Um, but that's what I really said at the start when I said that we've seen a lot of glory, but now. When you see a lot of glory, you have to take your turn of not seeing any, and I think that's the kind of transition that we're going into, um, and that's you know that 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 worries me. That worries me. That will bring us to the end of this week's podcast, the first one of the new season. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit negative. Yeah, it was a bit down, and perhaps we were banging on the same drums. But you know, it's something that we need to talk about. And yeah. And we need to get out of my system because I've, you know, again, it's like a therapy. Like I haven't spoke about Arsenal for, I haven't spoke to these boys about Arsenal since the West Brom game, and I am, I'm, 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 I've had my therapy. I'm feeling therapeutic um, Mm. that uh, (laughs) the new season is actually here, and I've actually enjoyed. um, I have to admit, this might, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm surprised a lot of people. I've actually enjoyed not having to talk about Arsenal uh, for the yeah. for, for the three months. You know, yeah. um, I've had a great summer. I've had a great summer. I've got a new job, um, which is going really, really well. Um, so yeah, things are going well. So for me personally, things are on the up. For my football team, yeah, I'm not too yeah. sure. Um Thank you Nearly uh, nearly 600 of you In here at one point So thank you very much For coming along Uh We'll see you again Next week At the same time We'll be back At eight o'clock And hopefully Hopefully Fingers crossed We might have another player To be talking about Dan Thank you very much indeed For coming um, On this evening mate. And it was great To uh, It's great to be talking Arsenal um, With you again Cheers, uh, uh, This one here Let's bring this one in from uh, Tana. Get more Arsenal fix tomorrow night at Um EST, 6.45, PSD, 2.45 a.m. Same old Arsenal USA. They're back. Um, they will be um, talking about us as well. Albert. Albert JTV. Go plug it, son. New season. Let's
2: go. No, much love. Good to see the boys again, man. Missed you guys, man. Yeah, but Craig, you're right. I, I agree with you, mate. Needed a break from Arsenal. Honestly, mate. Refreshed. Um, yeah, thanks for the plug, mate. Um, Albert JTV. People, come and subscribe and hear my views about the beloved mighty Arsenal.
1: <laughs> the beloved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get that. Judges. My laurel to my hardy. My end to my deck. My golf club to my ball. Go on. Plug uh, Lee Judges TV. If you ain't subscribed, what, what I want to know is... right. I'll get subscribe. over and subscribe. Everyone who is watching this right now should be subscribing to Lee. So when I wake up in the morning, I want to see it. I want to see that channel to at least 10,000 subscribers. Yeah. At least 10,000 by
3: the morning. Is, you all that. hear me? I don't know about the morning, Craig, but we're, we're trying hard. We've had to work really hard on it. Lee Judge is thinking we get all the content over there. You will actually get Craig on there. I'll tell you what, we'll get Albert on there at some stage. Yes. Before, I mean, so we'll you have We've got all different people coming up. Got some fantastic guests lined up for the um, uh, studio show with uh, a night in with a judge. We have, shall I say, we've got Rory coming on. Rory Jennings coming on tomorrow. Oh, Rory's coming. Uh, He's in the the building tomorrow. We've also got uh, the lovely Pippa in the building tomorrow as well. And then we've also got. Abby Summers, the, uh, the Spurs fan, right? As well, right you know? So um, yeah. So not only is the lead judge is going to be the glamour, you know. What I mean, we've got a bit of we've got a bit of intellectual uh, chat with Rory as well, and uh, Pippa and Abby as well. I'm in my element, Craig. I have to say, in my element.
1: Yeah. You, do you know what? Right, there's one person I want to see you interview. Go on, Robbie.
3: Yeah, well, we're 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 in negotiations with Robbie, like you know, uh, we're about to go through his PR and everything like that. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, so. I'd actually like to see him on the other side, on yeah, like Dan's coming down tomorrow. I don't know why. Dan, Dan said, "This is this is Dan Fox test." Oh, what if I come down tomorrow, like, you know, I'm like? Well, nothing to do with Abby and Pipper being there, is it? Like, you know. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've missed you. Can I come as yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there fine tomorrow? So, we're, we're, well, listen, we're going to get Robbie. i tell you, I'll tell you, has agreed to come on uh, on the show at some stage. Um, has agreed to come on, Flex has come to come on. So, it's just not going to be, that's the thing that we decided to go down. It's yeah. going to be like different, um, yeah, Different fans from different perspectives from it all. Like you know, uh, we're we're doing a show on on Friday, doing different things, and uh, like me and Dan have got our own thing, like what we're doing. Then I'm doing my own thing there. Yeah, then Dan, then Dan's going to be doing his own thing as well. You know, he, he's actually got me in. A, I've, got, I've got to say this. I like, can laugh. He's going to laugh at him. He's actually got me in a Grand Prix group. Like they're all talking about it yesterday. <laughs> And I said that oh, was racist <laughs> 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 Yes, yes. yes there was, was. cricket. Oh, Is it
1: as so bad as cricket? Uh, it's like, oh, it's, it's not for oh, me. How oh, oh, Anyone sit down in front of a telly and watch yeah. a, and watch a computer go round the same track 50
0: times. You need to be into it to enjoy it. It's like yeah, every actually. sport. Yeah, yeah, You need to be into it. If you're not into it, like, I'm not into cricket. Whenever I turn it on, everyone's standing there. But, yeah, how's that? I'm not into cricket. Whenever you turn it on, everyone's standing there. I can't particularly watch golf. I can play golf. Well, I can't play it, but I can can enjoy playing it.
2: Mm, Cricket, likewise,
0: love playing it. But if you sit there, unless it's the Ashes highlights or the highlights of 2020, I am bored Get on with it It's raining Get the covers over again We're all pansies We can't play <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on What's happening Be a man And bloody watch a man's sport I'll tell you what like, We're going to do
3: that this year We're going to uh, That's one of the things we're doing We're going in the next for cricket I'm going to get the fastest bowler Throwing it down at you And uh, you go yeah. Be a man Be a man potsey. Yeah. Stand up to it son Get, get, get down You know what that's, 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 that's a good
1: challenge For Lee Judges TV Get hold of, get hold of someone I'll be Take a for a cricket pitch and let's see Dan ball, ball. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Be a man, Potsky. Be a man. Do you,
0: know do you know what, Judge? It might be raining that day, mate. We might not be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: We'll see you next week, same time, eight o'clock, the same old Arsenal podcast. is back for the 21-22 Ooh. season. Until we see you then, be kind to everyone. Be nice. Um, and we'll see you then. be Arsenal.